0: And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, I have a very special show for you today. And if you go to the Answer San Diego website, you're going to see that we have a great amount of programs that air over the weekend. And I always go through it myself and try and see about if there's a particular program that I'm not familiar with. Maybe I've heard the name and I don't know what they stand for. And so I was doing that recently and I came across Global Alert News. Also, if you're listening on KPRA, That's our sister station, so go to TheAnswersSanDiego.com. Global alert news you can hear every Saturday on The Answers San Diego, 4 to 5 p.m. Now, what is it? It's a commercial-free, non-political, weekly, fact-filled, frontline update. Now, that's the key there, okay? I want you to focus in on that, fact-filled. Now, what does it cover? It covers the most critically important issues that we collectively face, so all of us. Issues just like the ongoing global covert climate engineering operations. Now, maybe that term rings in your head and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, we've all heard about that. And some of that stuff's far fetched. You know, they've never proven any of that. Well, we're going to get into that in just a second. And their impact on every aspect of our lives. And when I say every aspect, I mean every aspect Issues like unfolding planetary environmental collapse, societies that are already descending into chaos, and we see a lot of that nowadays, and where to go from here. And that might be the most important aspect of the entire description of the show, because it's all about solutions here on Across the County. And so I'll ask my guest those solutions, and what do we do about it? And my guest is Dane Wigington, and he's the host of Global Alert News. He's the lead researcher and administrator for the website Geo engineeringwatch.org geoengineeringwatch.org is also the executive producer for the groundbreaking climate engineering documentary the dimming we'll get into that later as well dane welcome to the show so much to unpack and i am fascinated and just excited to talk to you today
1: well no you know again the gratitude right back toward you for having the courage to investigate and to Few people are willing to do that now. They accept official narrative. They accept official denial. And there's so much going on that we are not being told about. And that's always been the case in human history. But now more than ever, it is definitely the case. And for something of this magnitude to be going on, which is literally a climate engineering Manhattan project without public measure consent. And for your listeners just to maybe spark a little interest, they should consider this. Currently there's an illegal federal gag order on all the nation's weathermen, National Weather Service, and, uh, the national oceanic and atmospheric administration so that should by itself be a pretty big red flag shouldn't it?
0: yeah definitely i mean when you are sworn to silence over things that you know are happening i mean that is obviously just point one right there now first off i know you've been bringing global alert news across the radio airwaves i believe since 2015 weekly Without exception, that's some courage right there. And it leads me to actually ask this, with the type of information you're gathering, you're reporting on, I imagine there's quite a lot of pushback that goes your way from individuals and organizations that are trying to take you off the air.
1: Well, there is a Google center. That's are the largest website in the world, largest data repository in the world on the subject of climate engineering. Again, we're non-political. We don't advertise. We don't sell anything. And Google, about a year ago, we got, uh, they, they completely deleted us. We were at 38 million visitors, visitors on our site and counting, and we were the top of the first page for a search of geoengineering, which is the climate science term for intervening in the planet's climate system on a global scale. Over, literally overnight, we went from the top of the first page because of our rankings to being completely disappeared from a Google search of the geoengineering term. So that's how serious they are about this. And, and so your listeners understand, Mo, if I, if I may, just to give them an idea of what we're talking about here. Sure, This is the primary aspects of climate engineering. Everybody's heard of cloud seeding. That's a small single engine propeller or aircraft with some flares in the wings. And and those programs are largely designed as a distraction from the uh, incomprehensibly larger climate engineering operations, military tankers that can carry 100 tons of payload to altitude to sea and the climate science terms for this again geoengineering solar radiation management stratospheric aerosol injection all of this implies in this, the science um, description of dispersing light scattering particles into the atmosphere to deflect some of the Sun's incoming thermal energy some of the Sun's heat as a form of global warming mitigation of course with no consideration of the consequences of doing so. You can't just fill the atmosphere with toxic elements to block some of the sun and not think you're going to have catastrophic consequences on the ground. So again, the, the military industrial complex governments around the world are doing this as a way to try to mask, not mitigate, not make better, but to mask the severity of planetary meltdown. And the environmental groups, unfortunately, the, are, are um, displaying unimaginable hypocrisy. They won't touch this issue. They won't address this issue because they don't want to lose their 5 c non-profit. So we, we have all been committed some 75 years ago, by the way. These programs started that far back. They've been ramped up many times along the way. And they, we don't see blue skies very much, and that's a primary consequence of these programs. They fill the sky with light-scattering particles. It can turn the sky uh, hazy, featureless, dirty-looking white. Uh, there's a lot of different variations of that. But... All of us have been committed to an experiment from which there is no return on a global scale, again, without public knowledge or consent, and without any form of environmental impact review whatsoever.
0: Well, that is scary stuff, and we're going to dive into that more here in just a minute. But I also know that your background is in solar energy, which is very uh, relational, and maybe that's kind of where your interest got started. Being an employee of Bechtel Power Corporation, you were licensed in California and Arizona. Tell us a little bit about that before we dive deep.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what got me into this issue. I grew up in Smoggy, Southern California, and from the time I was very small, uh, was striving to get out of that environment, get the clean air. And when I finally made it to Northern California, living a fully off-grid home in the wilderness of Northern California, on the east side of Lake Shasta, can't see any civilization in any direction. My home was on the cover of the world's largest renewable energy magazine. I have solar, wind, and hydro. And shortly after moving in, I was moving massive amounts of my solar PV uptake, photovoltaic uptake, from whatever these aircraft were emitting in the sky. Now that cannot be condensation. You can't block 50, 60, 70% of solar uptake with condensation. And that's not to say that the light is diminished that much. So people understand about solar, you can't block direct sunlight without radically affecting solar panels. So even though it's light outside, if it's not direct sunlight, the panels don't work. I dove into the research on the climate engineering issue, was shocked at the amount of data that, that very few people knew about. I... I researched the primary Elton climate engineering patents, which starts with aluminum. I began to test precipitation at a state-certified lab. was shocked to find startling amounts of aluminum in my precipitation, and that's what started me on this journey.
0: Well, that's amazing. I know for over the last 20 years, this is what you've devoted your life to, because there's so much in the topic of covert global climate engineering operations, and you're trying to expose the truth. And we also say you're trying to stop it. But you mentioned something just a moment ago, uh, like we can't come back from where we already have been kind of put into motion without our consent. So is there a way that we can at least slow what's going on? Or what, what can we do as concerned citizens?
1: Again, the damage done, and not just from climate engineering, I want to make that clear, Um, fully recognize the human race has been very poor stewards of planet Earth, and we're damaging the planet's life support systems from too many directions to even begin to quantify or go into. But that being said, the intentional intervention in the planet's life support systems are the most destructive of all. Climate engineering operations are not only completely derailing the hydrological cycle, and Noah, you know how radically bad. The drought has been not just here, but in the Western US as a whole. Yeah. Statistically, where I'm at, it's, it's the worst drought based on paleo data in at least 1,200 years. And we can see on satellite imagery what aerosol dispersions and jet aircraft spraying of these particles off our coast. We can see it on satellite imagery, so we're not guessing. We have up-close film footage of these aircraft at altitude, nozzles visible, between spray dispersions on and off end of argument it's not condensation it's a sprayed dispersion same elements showing up on the ground so uh, the bottom line is in my commitment to this it's simply because it's the single biggest hole in the bottom of the boat of all the issues we face climate engineering again is not only completely derailing the planet's life support systems including destroying the ozone layer it's toxifying every single breath we take it's contaminating soils waters soil microbiome uh, these particles are nanoparticulate size, 20 to 100 nanometers, so they're bioavailable, which means they're absorbed by every life form. And so your listeners understand, bioavailable aluminum is toxic to every living thing.
0: Wow. Well, let's start with something perhaps that most people have heard about, and I I think this is definitely relational, but we've all heard of chemtrails and contrails, and is there a difference between the two, and what are the truths regarding the harmful chemical particles that are being sprayed into the environment when it comes to those two particular issues at hand?
1: That's a really important part of this argument, the the condensation condensation trail narrative, which is perhaps... uh, and the greatest deceptions ever perpetrated on populations all over the world. We have every single commercial carrier, commercial aircraft, and every single military tanker is fitting with what's termed as a high bypass turbofan jet engine. That's a jet-powered fan. Ninety percent of the air that moves through that engine is not combusted. That engine by design is nearly incapable of producing any condensation material except under rare and extreme circumstances. And again, we have up close film footage of these aircraft at altitude, nozzles visible, turning dispersions on and off that is a spray dispersion period further our team has just spent over 100k with a no flying lab at the national oceanic and atmospheric administration flying lab we put top scientists in it we took it to altitude we sampled particulates from behind heavy aircraft that were dispersing and we found exactly what we knew we'd find climate engineering elements so again this is not theory not speculation not hypothesis and of course governments all over the world must cooperate with these programs because you can't just geoengineer over your own country without affecting the entire world. And we have, for example, Senate documents. We have one Senate document, 800 pages long, going back several decades, that outlines the scope and scale of these programs even then. And on that document, calling for the global cooperation among governments, even governments that would normally have adversarial relationships are cooperating on the climate engineering issue, all of them in the attempt to keep business as usual, to ask the true effects of the planetary implosion, meltdown. And of course, you can see why. Those nations that depend on, for example, hydrocarbon, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Iran, and many other countries, of course, they can't afford the public to wake up to the fact we're on a, a current course right now for near-term self-extermination. So there's global cooperation. And again, this, this issue simply is something we have to deal with, or we're not going to be around long. lot.
0: Noah here and across the county. Dane Wigington is my guest of Global Alert News. I want you to also go to the website as we talk, geoengineeringwatch.org. So my next question, I'm going to be just very direct. Who is behind all of this? Who's at the top? Who is orchestrating all of this?
1: Primary question, all roads lead to those who put the money. For those that don't understand or haven't researched how the monetary system works, especially in the Western uh, cultures, You have private bankers that run the central banks that print money for governments. They can print whatever they want for whatever they want. So when we have, for example, as a fact of record, the Pentagon missing $30 trillion since the late nineties, how do you lose $30 trillion? These are black ops operations. And again, all those lead to those who print the money. They are ultimately at the top of the ladder and they, can fund militaries if so they control militaries, if so they control countries. So again, it, it all leads back to the source of the revenue, and that is the central bankers.
0: Well, also, I know there's other things that are in play. You talked about the drought earlier. And, you know, we're used to droughts here in California. We live in a desert. But, I mean, we're talking about apocalyptic-type drought and wildfires that are probably more outrageous than anything we've seen in California. And it's kind of the norm here. But what does something like this look like on the grand scale? And if if we, you know, if we don't end up stepping in, I mean, this is going to be unavoidable. I'm taking it.
1: It's the norm now. Historically, it has not been the norm. Let me give you an example of that. This year, Siberia lost 40 million acres to forest fires. 4 million. How many Americans know that? And if you look at statistical paleo data, Siberia, the wildfire burn rate in Siberia, over a 10-year period in forests that have never been touched by man, ever, the burn rate escalated 1,000% in 10 years. Something is radically wrong. Now, this is where it becomes... Truly alarming. If your listeners search this title, uh, it should show up on Google even with this title. But uh, they they can search other search engines. But if they search wildfires serve geoengineering agenda, uh, there is a alarming science study, peer-reviewed science study that actually advocates for the incineration of forests to help load the atmosphere with enough particulates to provide temporary daytime cooling. Now, that sounds so possible that anybody in power would be that insane to um, utilize Earth's remaining force in that manner, but we have pretty good science study. Again, keep that in mind, advocating for that, which is shown in that film. So keep in mind, though a volcano, you know this, most people know this, a volcano can provide temporary cooling because of the amount of material it puts in the atmosphere. you probably heard that before, right? Yeah, I have. So again, we have, Acknowledgement, even recently from National Public Radio that the smoke from the wildfires, for example, in the northern hemisphere, ends up over the polar regions because of the planet, the Coriolis effect. And it actually had a very profound effect on slowing the Arctic ice melt this year. Why would they be so driven to slow the Arctic ice melt? Because once we lose the Arctic sea ice, the ocean begins to soak heat. It's already happening because the ice reflects 90 percent of the sun's. Sun's thermal energy, the ocean absorbs 90%. There are massive methane deposits on the sea floor, especially in the Arctic Ocean. If any significant percentage of that methane is released in the atmosphere, it's already starting. uh, We are on the fast track for an unimaginably different planet. Methane, as a greenhouse gas over a 10 year time horizon, is 120 times more potent at trapping heat than CO2. But here's the paradox. Climate engineering, in the attempt to hide the problem, is making it worse, not better. Because climate engineering particulates, although they can reflect some of the day's uh, daytime heating, and I'm looking at the sky right now, where I live in Northern California, the entire sky is blotted out. The entire sky. And there is not a single natural cloud formation in it. Not any. And keep in mind, the climate engineers have stated on the record their goal of putting 10 to 20 million tons of aluminum nanoparticulates into the atmosphere annually. they this on film and on the record. So uh, again, the, the desperation of the economy engineers to mask to free of what's unfolding from the population so the population doesn't panic and to keep business as usual, to retain their power. It's, it's not a sane, rational um, trajectory, of course. And people ask that, why would they do this to themselves? And I would answer this and I'll give it Mike back to you. This is an important answer. Why do they do this to themselves? Does a cancer intend to kill its hosts? No, a cancer intends to proliferate. The consequences are not considered. Those in power are addicted to power. That's very clear at this point. They will not relinquish that power uh, uh, no matter what the cost. And at this point, we're on a runaway train of insanity. There's so many people that are trying to retain their power and, and so many Corporations of all Boeing, Rocky Martin, all of them are making uh, God knows how much on the climate engineering operations and nobody's willing to take their hand uh, out of the jar at this point.
0: Yeah. And you hit the nail right on the head as far as people being addicted to power, those that we elect in public office. And it does not matter political party. I mean, I, there are Republicans, there are Democrats and they are both just as guilty. And there are very few people that are public servants that are able to really fight back against what's going on, Dane.
1: Oh, you know what, you're so completely correct. Uh, The whole political divide is an orchestrated distraction to polarize populations. And uh, Mr. as the public could perceive him, environmentally minded Gavin Newsom. I've had personal meetings with Gavin Newsom at the Capitol with his top aide, Presenting data to them, which from our scientists which they could not refute, and has Gavin acknowledged this? Of course not, because he's not going to bite the hand that feeds him. California is 50 billion dollars short in their budget every year, and again, we're right back to central bankers. That's the chain of funding, all the way down to the local level. Uh, Newsom has done nothing. I've had private meetings with the California Energy Commission. Who knows? They're losing rain from these particulates. It, it has a, a uh, hydrological cycle disrupting effect um they've done nothing i've had private meetings with top epa officials they know they've done nothing um it's it's truly perplexing that so many people are willing to hide in their cabin on the titanic and that's exactly what they're doing
0: wow Noah here and across the county. Just tremendously thrilled to have Dane Wigginton on the show today. He's from Global Alert News. Catch it on The Answer San Diego, theanswersandiego.com, Saturdays 4 to 5 p.m. Now, Dane, on your show, you talk about all of these things and also, I imagine, other topics of importance as well. And you obviously back all your findings up with the truth, which for me is that's what it's all about. When you can provide proof that cannot be refuted, uh, you have some pretty solid stuff that should be try and pushed around outside of the mainstream media, because let's just face it, the mainstream media does not show that. But do you also present solutions to get the word out to because that at the end of the day for me is where it's all at. We have to be able to find out, even if we're unsuccessful, to get these solutions out so that we can try and make a better environment for everyone.
1: That's the bottom line. And yes, every installment of Global Alert News ends with um, activist suggestions. We have an activist suggestions link on the homepage of GeoengineeringWatch.org. And here's what it comes down to with this issue. The only way forward in this fight, exposing and halting climate is, here, is to reach a critical mass of awareness so that populations, not just here, but all over the globe, realize they're quite literally in a fight for life. That if the planet is not allowed to respond to the damage done soon, life support systems will be so... Horrifically decimated, that any recovery would be a statistical impossibility at that point. We have to expose and stop what's happening in our skies. And again, not just from an environmental standpoint, but we're all inhaling these materials, starting with aluminum nanoparticulates. We have Alzheimer's and dementia epidemic all over the world. We would not have either of those two ailments without aluminum as a core part of the equation. And there's a long list of other neurodegenerative diseases associated as well. So it's every breath we take. But the bottom line is everyone listening. Could be the last pebble to tilt the scale in the right direction. Any one of us could be that that individual. And if you share credible data from a credible source with people, and that's key. You don't just, with knowing only a little bit about an issue, start ranting at somebody, pin them in the corner. no, you know, you know, that just makes people's defenses go up. But if you pass on credible, especially printed data with images like photocopies of the the, the gag order on on the National Weather Service in NOAA, and NOAA and photographs of the retrofit nozzles on the aircraft and. We have we supply those materials at org at our at at or below our cost. In fact, we're quite into the red on our materials because our only goal is to get them out. We pass them on again below our costs. These are very high quality printed color materials, and they're they're circulating right now in Washington, Sacramento, uh, places in the southern hemisphere, in Europe. Um, so, with that kind of a tool, it's much easier to wake some up someone up by passing it on and saying, hey, this affects all of us very horrifically. Please research it. And as we reach a critical mass of awareness, now people involved with in these programs or military families and service members begin to realize what they're participating in. They're being told this is some benevolent program. It's not. So in reaching a critical mass of awareness, no, we have a possibility of stopping these programs from the inside out when people who are participating and their families stand down.
0: I love it, and you, you mentioned right before this last answer that soon it will be too late. And I don't mean to alarm people as much as empower people. When is it going to be too late? What's the time frame on this?
1: You know, that's a very relevant question. It depends on what too late means. Have we passed the point of no return regarding the planet we've known? Yes, we passed that point at least two decades ago. We've lost 70% of Earth's wildlife population. 70% in the last 40 years. Global insect populations, and we were the first major source in the world to disclose this, down 80 to 90%. All of these facts can be verified with multiple science sources online. Plankton populations now down 60 to 70%. This is a very, very, it's an incomprehensibly non linear equation. As these dominoes fall, they accelerate radically, and we are in that that space right now. So the bottom line is the planet we have formerly known is done. It's gone. It's not coming back. Can we salvage some of the planet's remaining life support systems? Let's hope so. And the only way we can find out is to allow the planet to respond on its own to the damage done, to stop interfering with the planet's life support systems. And I'm not inferring that climate engineering is the only thing we need to deal with. There's a lot of things we need to deal with, but if we could expose this and expose the severity and immediacy of what's unfolding, then a wake-up is forced at that point. Human race would have to change trajectory completely if any of other, other, uh, us expect to be here long. We need to reach that space very, very soon. But any one of your listeners could be that, again, that final pebble to trigger the landslide. Any one of them could be.
0: Well, I definitely hope that people take this information seriously and to heart and that uh, one of our listeners can be that pebble. Tell us really quickly before we run out of time about your groundbreaking documentary, The Dimming. What's that all about?
1: Well, thank you again for highlighting that. Um, that is uh, the one-stop um, source of verifiable proof on this issue. So that documentary has testimony in it from former Air Force generals, two of them, Major General Brigadier General, former uh, presidential cabinet members, Canadian Premier, uh, former Canadian Minister of Defense. The list goes on and on. Former Fish and Game, Forest Service, and it has film footage of us Taking uh, a flying lab, a NOAA flying lab, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration—I I know that acronym the same as your name—but um, to altitude and sampling by an aircraft, testing it at one of the world's most renowned labs. There's indisputable proof this is occurring. So, if people can share that link on the dimming, it's available for free. We, we didn't monetize anything. We we posted it immediately when it was completed. They're doing everything they can to suppress that documentary, but it can be shared from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. And we hope people will help us to share that link, bypass social media, censorship, share the link itself, and we can get the word out.
0: Well, I definitely hope people go to the website, check out the documentary, check out all the great information there. You know, this is one of the things, one of the ways where social media is actually being used for a source of good. It's being used for a lot of bad nowadays, but if you can do one thing to really make a difference, share the thing about the dimming and pass it along to everybody that you think would be able to, Listen to it. Have them maybe have a little bit of an open mind. You know, don't beat them over the head before you send it to them. You know, have a gentle nudge. Hey, you know, you, you care about the environment. You care about our our world. This is something you should definitely watch. In closing, Dane, is there anything else you'd like to share? And thanks so much again for bringing the truth to so many in a society where there is increased frequency to those in charge. You don't ever want to see this truth hit the light of day. And so that's why I appreciate you. I appreciate your show. Uh, what could you leave our listening audience with today?
1: We'll start with this. we the same gratitude right back to you for your willingness to help us see the alarm. And the manner in which you advised your listeners to do that is exactly on track. That's how you do it. You plant the seed. You don't try to push the whole old tree in their mouth. And uh, if we can sow enough of those seeds as people uh, take time to look up and digest that what's happening in our skies is not natural. It's not natural. And they can start to break down their, um, you know, the programming denial that's been pumped into the population here. But uh, that is exactly the right course. And and again, uh, it's an honor and a pleasure and, and my gratitude to you for helping us to expose this incredibly dire issue.
0: Well, it is an absolute treat to have you on. When you guys discover even more information or if you have additional data you'd like to share, I'd love to have you back on the show, Dana. It would be a real pleasure. Anytime, Noah. Anytime. Noah, here and across the county, I want you to do a couple of things. Go to geoengineeringwatch.org. It's a great website, chocked full of information about what is really going on today. And it's going to open your eyes to groundbreaking climate engineering that is really putting our planet on a collision course that there may be no return from. But if there is a point of return, it starts with you. And you can also go there, find out about the documentary, The Dimming, share it with everybody you know, find out about Dane. He's a tremendous individual, Dane Wigington of Global Alert News, Saturdays 4 to 5 on The Answer San Diego. Again, if you're listening on K-Praise, that's our sister station, theanswersandiego.com and AM 1170, Global Alert News with Dane Wigington, a show it's, you're going to want to check it out.